I want you to try one more stanza of Lift Every Voice and Sing to Bring Us Home. Oh my God, no, I told you my, my voice is gravelly this morning. I can't <laughs> believe I even, I even sang as much as I did. Um, well, you know, but I'll go back to the fact that I, I think music can be used to help overcome, I use that word intentionally, can be used to help to overcome challenges. And it's just, it, it's a good mollifier in, in the right situation. I, I just think it is. What's the last verse of Lift Every Voice and Sing? God of our weary years, God of our silent tears. Welcome to Peter and Phil's Courageous Conversations, a podcast addressing race relations and social issues in hopes that you'll be inspired to do the same. Now, let's begin our conversation with your hosts, Dr. Peter Weinstein and Dr. Philip Nelson. Going back to the days of slavery, uh, music is, correct me if I'm wrong, but music was something that, that bound slaves together while working. I don't, there's nothing to correct. I think music binds a lot of people together. I don't think slaves had any special bond to it. I mean, we may be soulful, you know, according to other people, but I dispel that as well. I think music is universal. People use music to soothe the soul and as an escape, but they use, they use music for the same reasons. It's just that the music that slaves brought from Africa was definitely unique, you know, definitely unheard of. And as they blended English music into their repertoire in order to entertain their masters, they developed a unique art in music that ultimately became jazz and blues. But hillbillies have music. Any culture that's stressed develops its folklore through music. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a form of storytelling with a rhythm to it that allows the story to be told, and in many ways, the story to be told in a way that's easier to um, accept because sometimes just words aren't sufficient. So many stories are told through music, you know, based upon what you said. Maybe we should have our, our government sing to each other across the aisle as a way to. You really do, you really do want to start a fight, don't you? <laughs> I'm not sure I want to picture that or even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but what you're saying is absolutely true, though, is, is, is music brings people together. Doesn't matter your color, race, religion, background. And it could be hip hop. It, it could be rap. It could be country western. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be rock. It could be pop. There's something about music that soothes many of the savage beast for lack of a better way to put it. Yeah, well, it is a, a an art form of storytelling. Yes. Right? That art is applied to every human emotion, be it patriotism, love, hurt, pain, struggle, humor. It's a very effective way of transmitting ideas. It's a very emotional way of transmitting ideas. 
but it doesn't have to transmit anything other than emotion. And so classical music is a good example of that. There are no stories being told. However, emotion is poignant in classical music. And that's why music is the underpinning of theater and movies. And religion. And religion. I've never been to a, a Southern Baptist church if it is anything like it is portrayed with all of the singing and, and all of the, and the joy that's going on there. I mean, we need more of that. I read a term, it's funny, I can't believe that I'm gonna get a chance to use this term, but um, I know I wrote it down, but I can't find it anyway. Hmm. What was the context in which the term came up? Well, I, it was in an article and it was called collective, collective something. The context was that the pandemic has robbed us of this feeling of, let's say, let's say collective enthusiasm, mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. And they mentioned things like going to a concert and everybody is singing the words to I have friends in low places. Mm -hmm. yeah, right? And it's not just the words, they're sharing the sentiment. And there's this collective sharing of emotion. The same thing happens in church. And it's not just Southern Baptist Church. Although I have to admit that I don't find the music in Catholicism stimulating to me. And there are some other religions, I don't mean to disparage, but there are other religions that the hymns just don't resonate with me yes you know what i'm saying but the concept of music bringing people together is probably why things like live aid back in the 80s farm aid it's bringing people together through music to help a cause in those situations so i i would agree with you that music is used to bring people together and it's a motivator Collective effervescence. Ah, collective effervescence. Isn't like giving a toast with two, two glasses of champagne? Collective effervescence? Well, that's effervescence, but collective <laughs> effervescence is when yeah. a crowd shares that bubbly feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I would suggest that... And that's what happens at the end of, of the national anthem. Yes. Either because it has ended or because the game's about to start. Ironically, the fundraiser we're going to this afternoon is entitled Raise the Curtain. Mm. And it's going to be at the local performing arts center in Orange County. And everybody is to raise their glass and toast the fact that live entertainment is coming back to the performing arts center. So this concept of coming together to celebrate the return of entertainment music, theater, et cetera. I do think that part of the challenges that we've been facing over the past 18 months are the fact that for all intents and purposes, the human species was not created to live on their own in a room by themselves, but the social interactions that, that got us to survive from Neanderthal to the present we're significantly challenged by the environment that we've had to live in for the past 18 months. And, and I, I, I think there are those who have thrived because that's the nature of, of them. When I was in Denver last week, just the concept 
or, or Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago. Just the concept of being with other people and, and you know, you were in you were in in Denver in Las Vegas as well. Wasn't just that concept of of being with other people invigorating? I don't know about the concept. The actual being with other people was right. invigorating. Yes, we are herd animals. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, nobody wants to admit it, but we're we're just like cows. We're just like lemlings. We follow each other. And anybody who doesn't understand that is really bewildered. Unfortunately, though, that need has gone bonkers, and tribalism has superseded rationality in many circles and people don't know how to deal with that and they don't know how to deal with it because they don't understand that they can create a super tribe that is not based on fanaticism that's not based on fear that's not based on hatred but first you have to recognize that we're herd out you don't have to have a tribe you could just be the herd elephants know how to kick out wayward bulls and you know as a herd and isolate them and if that wayward bull wants to rejoin the herd that bull has to adapt you know we've kind of come full circle with this discussion of music the question that i posed regarding the black national anthem but if we look at music whether it's the black national anthem the star-spangled banner oh we shall overcome or hatikva or anything else the the concept of collective effervescence of, of everybody coming together to sing or to support, or to believe in, or just to, to listen to the music. And, and as you noted with classical music, it brings people to tears without a word. So just the concept of using music as a, maybe as a concept of pacifying, of helping to neutralize some of the issues, um, and as a common way of, of communicating is something we need to think more about because Right now, communication is one of our challenges at all levels, but it's amazing how music brings people together. Or pulls us apart. And I say that because your provocative presentation of the two national anthems, which I protest against, by the way, will be the focus of, of a polarized conversation, whereas we seem to be loath to take the high road. And the high road says, why can't we just enjoy the music? Why can't we just use the music? First of all, we're only talking about three minutes of, of listening. And then the game begins. I remember one time I went to play golf. And um, while I'm about to begin my tour of the golf course, this lady drives up in her cart. And she's well known in this golf community. She calls herself the bitch of the golf course. Hmm. She must have been in her 60s or 70s. And she struck up a conversation with us. Uh, she was going to uh, tee off behind us. And she said, you all better not be slow. I have to get back to see the ball game. I asked, which game are you watching? And she told me the Bears and the, and the Browns. And I said, which team are you pulling for? And it became a discussion on football. And then somewhere in it, she said, I stopped watching basketball. And I said, really? She said, I love it, but I, I had to stop, especially NBA. I said, why? Because I don't like being preached to. I don't need anybody telling me to end racism. It's supposed to be about sports. And that is not the place to talk about racism or, or politics. And so, of course, she caused the, the back of my neck to bristle. And I decided since she brought it up, I would dive in.
And so then I said, so when, when do those athletes get a chance to say something about racism? When will they have an opportunity to say something where people might listen? And she said, well, obviously I'm not listening. I said, that's you, but I, I haven't noticed any empty seats in the arena. Somebody's listening and that's all they want. You don't show up at the political venues that they might attend so that they can talk about it. The only way they can express their concern is on the back of their jersey. But it doesn't matter if you can't even stand to see it. And then I teed off. On her or on the ball? On the ball and got out, <laughs> got out quick because, you know, and then all of a sudden, oh, then she said, well, you don't need to preach. No. I said, no, you started the sermon. I just changed the chapter. I bet you hit that ball 50 yards further than you normally hit the ball. It went way to the right. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting, that same lady, I wonder if you asked her, did you have, if she had any issues with um, all of the major league ball players wearing uniform number 42 and every, every team having retired uniform number 42 in honor of Jackie Robinson and celebrating Jackie Robinson Day. I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm yeah, just suggesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hear you. I mean, she, you know, but, you know, but, you know, she happened to be white. I happened to be black. And she happened to decide to tell a black man that we had turned her off on basketball. Did you start to sing? No. Lift every <laughs> voice and sing? I did not, no. Well, I think we've come a long way today. And I want you to, I want you to try one more stanza of lift every voice and sing to bring us home. Oh my God. No, I, I told you my, my voice is gravelly this morning. I can't <laughs> believe I even, I even sang as much as I did. Um, well, you know, but I'll go back to the fact that I, I think music can be used to help overcome. I use that word intentionally can be used to help to overcome challenges. And it's just, it, it's a good mollifier in, in the right situation. I, I just think it is. What's the last verse of Lift Every Voice and Sing? God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who hast brought us far on the way, thou who hast by thy might, let us into the light. Keep us forever in the path we pray, lest our feet stray from the places, our God, where, meet, where we met thee, lest our hearts drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee, shattered beneath thy hand, may we forever stand, true to our God, true to our native land. True to our God, true to our native land. Play ball. <laughs> <laughs> this came up last night on Bill Maher. And um, I had seen a headline about it. So I, I just thought it was a, um, a valid discussion for today. And, and I'm glad that you um, sang the lyrics for me. And now I'm going to listen to Alicia Keys or somebody else who sang it. Um, That's much better. Yes. And uh, tell them that uh, you should be singing it at one of the upcoming Rams or Chargers games. Yeah, right. <laughs> sing a song 
full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun on a new day begun, let us march on till victory is won. See you later, Peter. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for joining us for another Courageous Conversation. Be sure to follow us and check back next week for more.